0: Hi, this is Jayida. Hi. Hi.
1: Today's topic will be about how you move past toxic feelings in your relationship.
0: Oh, I mean, that's a good I think that's a good topic actually. I think and that's a great that, topic. And that'll be episode five. And so as we said before, guess we're new at the this podcast. So as before, we're gonna be experimenting, we're gonna be trying new things out, changing things and so on. But hopefully you'll get a lot out of this series from ours, okay? Yeah. Okay, so um, what do you want to start with? Um, so when you say toxic feelings, uh, is there anything specific you can relate to that's toxic in you and it causes certain negative or feelings or actions or moods, stuff like that?
1: I think maybe you, um, with me, um, in the past, where, you you know, you've done something and you've been really negative towards me. And um, it's not left me in a good place. But since we've come back together again, um, what I do is I replace that when that feeling comes to me and I remember, you know, a not so good episode in your life. Is it
0: like a trigger that causes that?
1: Yeah, there's a trigger. It could be a word that you say, which when I think about it, It starts to um, give me negative thoughts and then I'm aware and being mindful of my thoughts. And so then I replace it automatically with, you know, things that you say to me since you've been, you know, we've been back together again. it's like how beautiful I am and how, you know, you can't live without me and how you want to live the rest of your life with me and the things that we want to do together. And so that gets rid of the negative feeling. So it's kind of a reprogramming perspective of your mind. Yeah.
0: So in, let's, let's step back a little bit. So you mentioned that there's certain triggers that bring out this toxic emotion in you. Okay. Um, if you don't tackle it and replace it with some positive programming, what kind of things happen to you or in a relationship that, you know, that exhibits the toxicity of the situation?
1: It, well, it has an effect on your mood.
0: Okay, so tell and me more. If
1: you keep on thinking about the negativity, um, then you're on a downward uh, spiral.
0: So, are you saying that sometimes when you're in that mood, you take it out on me because you're upset or angry? Yes. And how long can these episodes all last for, be like?
1: Um,
0: are, they, are they fleeting? You're okay in 10 are. minutes, half an hour? Or is it like a day like that? Or what? A, typically.
1: Sometimes what? it can be. Um, it can it can take days depending on what you've said to trigger me. But then, um, I have to be mindful and think, no, you know you really do love me, and then I have to replace. The negative feeling automatically, you have to think, you know what? This is negative feeling, and I'm going to replace it with something more loving and something more positive, because when you think more positive, then your life becomes more enriched and you feel more happier. Remember that it always has an effect on your mood.
0: So one of the things we we spoke about in trying to avoid this toxicity and these kind of bad feelings and so on is trying to avoid or trying to identify triggers. Yeah. And we've talked about triggers. What are those triggers and how do we avoid them? And be mindful and taking a conscious making a conscious effort about putting those triggers. And we've that's one of the strategies we've put in place. What are those triggers? We've discussed those things. Mm-hmm. I've told you what triggers me, and you've you have mentioned and told me what triggers you. And that's made us both mindful of what we need to navigate around, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so you're you you're mindful of um the words that you use and what you say. Um because you're thinking about your partner's feelings and how it's going to affect your partner and how it's going to have an effect not just on your partner but also an effect on you and people around you. So and That's sometimes been a little bit tricky, hasn't it, we found? Where sometimes
0: you somehow walk into that minefield by accident almost. It's like you, even though you're trying to be mindful, you could be in the flow having a conversation about something and you mention something almost innocently. But that, that in itself can trigger something like right? it
1: It can but then you give your partner the slight reminder that you you know you you don't want to talk about it because it triggers you and you know that it's going to put you in a bad place one
0: of the things you've done with me you'll say that's one of my
1: triggers to remind me quite
0: clearly that don't continue talking about that topic or move past it Mm -hmm. you'll say that's one of my triggers and that makes me mindful that let me think about what i've just said and. And then I can obviously identify, oh yeah, I can see that how that can be triggering you. And I will try and, and pivot onto something completely different.
1: I find that with you, um, you 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 have um a great way of changing my my mood. If you've you've said something that triggers me, you'll say something which is like out of the blue, like you'll say um something like, I don't know, um
0: that Tony Robbins would say your feet don't stink because we're yeah. breaking that kind of moment isn't it
1: yeah and you'll you'll be like what, <laughs> what are you talking about my feet don't stink <laughs> and then you start laughing and then it'll yeah. take you away from that negative feeling that toxic feeling yeah and you're back on the happy feeling
0: yeah um, that's a Tony Robbins technique He's in terms of he uses something called neuroassociative conditioning and he says if you're you can use anchoring to kind of create positive states or break negative states and one of the things to do is to say something almost nonsensical, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, why did you say that? And then it kind of takes that person out, out of the moment. And so I often try and do that if I know that you're spiralling, to
1: be honest, okay? Mm-hmm. But I think toxicity. So I, I think, think... I think it's empowering to know that you are in control of your own thoughts. And once you know that you're in control of your thoughts, then that is really empowering because you get to decide how your life is going to be and the next step forward. If you just um, just go kind of like with the flow and allow your thoughts to take um, control of you, then you just ended up on a downward spiral. There was an experiment called
0: Pavlov's Dogs, which talks about you have a stimulus and you have a response to a stimulus. And sometimes people are reactive to a stimulus. And what we said, in a developed mind, in a more mature mind, one of the things you can do is decide how you feel about a stimulus. How do you want to take that? Something negative may have even been said. And rather than reacting, you might decide to depower that stimulus and say, I'm not going to take that badly. I'm going to look at it differently. Mm-hmm. I'm going to react positively or in a different way. So even if someone's trying to bait you or upset you, you don't have to react. You can just say, yeah. I choose to ignore that.
1: Yeah, don't allow it to take control of how you feel. Remember that you are in control of your own thoughts and your feelings so you can decide on how you're going to feel. Um,
0: And I think laughter is a good way of managing your mood and your thoughts, isn't it? it Yeah. Even when something's being said wrongly, inappropriately or a trigger, if you can change the mood of that so that you can laugh it off or you can diminish the impact of it in terms of the meaning of it, that helps, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and also if you've said something and not th- thought about what you've said and it's, m- it's made a trigger, apologise and then say something positive um, to make that person feel like you know they're it- valued and that you understand how they're feeling. You know, take that into account.
0: And I've, I've done that. I've um, sometimes, um, I've been in the flow and I've said something because I'm talking about a different contexts and I may say something that unfortunately has a connotation and an implication to us. And mm-hmm. sometimes I see a reaction and when I, and you'll pull me up it and say, look, that's a trigger. Or you're, or, or I've caught it and gone, and I've changed the mood sort of thing. And I've tried to keep our mind in a positive area, perhaps a positive space. Mm -hmm. And when things have gone wrong, in terms of it's been a negative trigger, I try to reinforce what's good, what's important, what's good about where we are, what's good about where you are. And so that you can get past the negative emotion of it. Because what is past is past, and as I always say to you, I can't change the past, but what we can do is change how we respond now and what we do in the future. Mm -hmm. And so we try to flip our mindset to focus on what we can do, what we can change. And then Stephen Covey used to talk about Stephen Covey depends on how you want to say it used to talk about circle of influence only focusing on the things that you can influence and change mm-hmm. anything else that you can't why worry about it because you're just going to be ruminating on things you can't change yeah. It's historical what we what we can do is is focus on things that we can have a positive influence on so a good thing is to try and anchor your mind and say how do I get out of that negative mindset into a positive mindset? And we have lots of things that we do about it. We've got beautiful kids, we've got projects, we've got, we're grateful for the kind of where we are in our life and what we have in our life. Because we have a spiritual centre, that also helps us to look at things differently. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I think those strategies that allow us to kind of move past toxic emotions and toxic feelings. So picking up where we left off is <clears throat> once we get uh, or identify a toxic moment in a relationship through a conversation, through an action, through a, a, a thought that was not well-intentioned, whatever, what we've got to do is look at how do we take the emotion out of it and how do we reprogram your mind and, and, your, and the moment to a positive one?
1: I think you've got to always um, be mindful when you have a negative more toxic thought, and to be aware. And once you know that, automatically you turn it into a positive. Okay, so give me. Can you give me a real life situation um, where you've had, where you've had
0: a moment where it's been toxic, and you have caught yourself. And what have you done about trying to change change that? Well, it's, 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 it's something that I've said, for instance, where you've been upset, and what have you done, or have you reacted, or have you case okay, sort of said. that's a trigger how have you tried to bring with it anything like that
1: so if you um, bring up something um, in the past that brings um, not even bring but also just sort of um, triggers triggers me I will say I don't want to talk about it change the subject
0: um, okay, but when, when I when I do change the subject, do you immediately calm down, or does it still take you a while to calm down? Honestly, is it mm. does the, the topic change help you, or do you still need time to vent and to deal with that um, toxic emotion? I
1: think if we if we change the subject straight away, and you know you take on board that it's a trigger for me, and you realise that. Um, and you're taking to account my feelings about, you know, whatever topic we're talking about. And then we talk about something else. Then we're sort of like focusing on the future because I don't think it's it's um, healthy to focus on the past because you can't change the past. And that's a
0: mistake we've often made, where we're talking about the future and we recount the past. Not to reflect on the learnings from the past. But then that recounting of the past goes into a longer conversation than it used to be. Mm-hmm. And then you'll then, then it actually could trigger or surface some of those toxic emotions, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So I think it's important to just focus on the future and not focus on the past because the past is past. You can't change the past. And so you have to focus on the, the future and the positive things that you can accomplish as a couple. In the future, and being mindful of any triggers, um, just being mindful of each other, and just taking care of each other's feelings.
0: So, do you, so. Do you think for couples that are have a load of really pernicious, really kind of, if you like, destructive triggers, that they can actually work through and, and depower those triggers so that they become? and a point where they can discuss the topic and then work through it? Or do you think some of those triggers are so destructive that the only way around is to just have time apart and just allow the situation to become old and then maybe move forward? Or do you think through conversation, through a discussion, that you can take a situation, depower it, give it a different meaning, and then try and find a positive stance?
1: Or I think it just kind of boils down to whether you're spiritually connected, because if you're spiritually connected, then you'll know. Um, it's, I don't know, it can be a difficult one, but, um, I think it just boils down to being connected, how you connect with your partner spiritually, if you have that deep connection, then you'll understand, and then you'll kind of move on, because you both want to be in a good place, um. And you'll look towards like the future and think about things that you can do as a couple.
0: So one of the stresses we we have those. We always have to try to have laughter and fun, always in the moment. Because if you're in that headspace of being fun and having and having laughter, you tend not to think about negative things. You tend not to bring negative things up. Definitely. So maybe part of the angle, part of the story, will be focus on the positive. Have fun. Talk to each other lovingly. Enjoy the moment. What's gone
1: is gone. Yeah, you can't change the past, but what you can do is you can, um, you can decide on how your future is going to be. You are the master of your future. You know, you, you can decide how your future is going to be. If you're going to just think about all the negative stuff, it's you're not going to have a happy life. Think about the positive and what you can get out of being positive, both of you being positive, and, you know, have the same sort of direction in life, the same journey, um, talk about what you, you you want to do in your life, ask your partner what they want to do in life, and just encourage them, and just being there for them and join them. So one of the things that
0: we talked about is, when we got back together again after, uh, after separation and the time away, We got a journal, didn't we? And Mm -hmm. we started to write down some of the attributes and qualities. What are the good things about each each of us? Mm -hmm. What's our strengths? What what defines us? And we started to surface the positive stuff, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah, do you remember we had that in your notebook? We started to write all the stuff down. What you, what, yeah, because we started to say, how do you identify um, the right person? How do you know what the traits you're looking for? What, so on. And we wrote down what we wanted, what we liked about each other and what we wanted in each other, didn't we? Yeah. So, I think in order to move past a toxic relationship, you've got to focus on each other's strengths, focus on each other's needs, and go to work to, to try and deliver those. So, I think it's no point blaming. I think the blame game and point fingers at people's weaknesses or flaws it just is only going to amplify toxicity in a relationship. What mm-hmm. you are got to focus on are uh, the positive stuff, the strengths, the attributes that empower and lift up your partner. We've all got flaws, so there's no point. F- Focusing on those that's not very helpful, but what we can do is focus on the good things tell each other what we like about each other you know and I do that with you regularly because I want you to understand that you're an amazing woman and there's a lot of you have a lot of traits and attributes that are fantastic. so I'd rather focus on those things and I believe that helps you keep you in the right headspace to grow and to continue on your journey All right so I think that's important focus on the strengths, not the weaknesses. So what advice would you give couples that are struggling, that are in a very destructive, argumentative kind of relationship? Um, How are you going to get them out of that mindset and into a more positive space? What would you say?
1: Remember what you found attractive about them. Remember the qualities that you find attractive in them um, and know that you can talk to them. The important thing is communication. Communication is a really important factor in a thriving relationship. If you can't communicate with your partner, then, you know, you're just going on a downward spiral, I think. So are you,
0: are you saying then talk love into your partner, talk love into your relationship, talk positivity into your relationship? And
1: talk honestly and no. Be honest with them about how you feel. Um, do that in a positive way? Do it in a positive way. And if they don't understand, you know, do it in a way that they they can understand how you feel. Um, without
0: damaging the relationship.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: you can get your point across without creating more of a minefield and a damaged relationship afterwards. So tell them what's bothering you, tell them why it's bothering you, but give them an opportunity to step out of that and do something positive and different to it.
1: Yeah, give them a chance because, you know, nobody's perfect. Um, And there's always room for growth. And as long as you know that you're both growing, um, then it can only end up, you know, as like... A fulfilled and a, a, a better life if you have a better understanding of your partner. And to have a better understanding of your partner, I feel that you need to sit down and you need to talk regularly, and regularly, and you need to have a full understanding of how they're feeling,
0: the needs and wants,
1: the needs and their wants, their aspirations, their, aspirations, their desires. Yeah. And as long as you are you know, you're helping them to fulfil that, Um, I think that, you know, your relationship will go far. So I think you're saying that you need to mind what you say. To mind, yeah. To mind is to manage your inner needs and desires. And if your partner understands how you feel, then because your partner has also... Um, inner needs and desires, and once you talk, the 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 thing is, you need to understand how your partner's mind works. You also know need to know how your mind works, and um, so when you talk, you get an understanding of each other's minds,
0: and also how to support your partner on their journey. Yeah. So how can you support them t- uh, in terms of achieving their desires, their needs? The wants or outcomes, yeah, and then if you you can both go to work on a strategy, a plan, in a hopefully in a enjoyable way to help each other if you like manifest those things.
1: Yeah, be encouraging and supported. I think is really important.
0: So toxicity really comes out when people don't understand or don't want to understand each other. They become argumentative, combative, and it becomes them versus me versus him versus her kind of scenario. And that's not, that's not conducive of a, a very productive relationship. Mm-hmm. So rather than being combative, to say, maybe I'm not understanding him or her. Let me see, let me try and see it from their point of view. Is it something I'm not seeing or understanding? And am trying just to get a better view of the situation and try and find, if you like, the compromises or the middle ground that allows both parties to feel that they're okay. It's not one wins, one loses. It's about win win. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's about how can I find an answer, an outcome, a solution that gives them what your partner what they need, but also gives you what you need. Right, no one should lose.
1: Mm-hmm. It should
0: be a case of how can we both get what we need.
1: I totally agree.
0: If you can do that, then I think the toxicity will certainly diminish. And when you do have a talking moment it's because you're probably not connecting at the right level. And you should talk it through, understand why it's causing these issues, and find a compromise. Right. And it should be a joint solution, a joint compromise when you come up with it.
1: Mm, It's all about being mindful at the end of the day. Being mindful about what you say, how you think and, you know, what impact it has on other people. You know, your behaviours and what you say does have an impact on other people. So just be mindful. Can I also say also... What you allow
0: into your mind and into your environment can also create toxicity. Yeah. So be very careful about what you listen to, what you watch on TV, people. What, what you read, the people around you, what they say to you. And if the if a programming and the narrative in negative, you need to find a way to block it out or to stop it because that can sink into your subconscious and it can go to work programming negative connotations and therefore behaviours and, and, and reactions in you. Mm. So try and fill your environment with positivity.
1: Yeah, just be mindful. Mindful is the key. Being mindful is the key. Being conscious, being aware at all times. I know it might not be easy in the beginning, but when you practice, it becomes a habit. And you just do it automatically. And you'll live a more happy, fulfilled life. Yeah, I mean, if you, I believe. Yeah, uh, you know,
0: Wayne Dyer, Tony Robbins, a lot of the sages of the personal transformation and the personal improvement movement always talk about you manifest what you focus on with intensity. So the more you focus on negative things, that's the more you create that in your in your in your reality and in your life. Definitely. So why not focus on something positive?
1: Definitely.
0: And why not manifest that? So if you get into that negative mindset, find a way of breaking it. You know, say something that makes no sense, or ask your partner to come up with a phrase that's nonsensical that kind of stops you from spiraling down some negativity. I like, like I say to my partner, your feet don't stink and it always stops her from, what what was that sort of thing? So come up with your own saying as a way of breaking that negative programming, that negative spiraling mm-hmm. and, and get your mind out of it and focus on positive things. If you need to set yourself some goals and some aspirational things and put them up on a wall, these are the things that you want to move towards, mm-hmm. do that. Set yourself some targets about where you want your life, your partnership, your relationship to go. Right? Focus on those things. But always focus on gratitude, and what's good about your life. Every day you wake up, you can always find something to be grateful for.
1: Yeah, I think um, being aware at all times of how you're thinking um, has an effect on, you know, how you live your life. If you're constantly aware and thinking about what you're thinking um, can have either a positive or negative impact on your life.
0: I agree so if we're, going to, if we're going to summarize and bring to the end this chapter episode 5 then toxicity doesn't have to r- rule your life you've got to find a way to understand what triggers toxicity yeah. Right, find a way to diminish it or depower it focus on positive things and positive speak mm-hmm. between you and in your own mind and to, to mind what you say and to mind what you do Okay, to, find being, okay.
1: to manage your inner needs and your desires. All right, okay. so, so
0: let's um, do that and then focus on finding a positive outcome to any problem you have.
1: And okay? you, you will have a happy life.
0: Okay, so um, thank you very much for listening. That brings us to, to the end, Chapter 5. I hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah,
1: uh, and I hope it helps. It helped Even if it helps one person, you no, know, that would be great.
0: Brilliant. So this is Jay the signing off.
1: have a good evening a good day have a blessed day and um, we look forward to doing the The next next episode episode.
0: okay thank you very much take care bye for now bye bye